0: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, there's a, there's a disturbing new trend that's beginning to emerge out of Hollywood, California, and on this show I'm going to try and destroy it. I'm going to try and squash it, squish it. I don't like it. It's uh it's no good. It's a stinker. Um so we're going to be talking about that on the show today. Also uh I'm going to give you an update on the Tesla car, the electric car. Um, one of the pavement pounders uh, called in and was asking about the Tesla vehicle. So I'm going to give you an update on on how it's been going, how the experience has been. Um, did I mention I'm going to try and crush a new trend that's happening that I hate and I can't stand coming out of Hollywood? Yeah, I think I did. Um, and also one of the pavement pounder calls called in and a uh, little bit a little bit of an oddball. But he brought up the name of uh, a great, great Canadian and a great uh, musician. And uh, so we're going to be talking about him and listening to some of that music later on in the podcast today. So a lot going on. Um, I really advise you to uh, put your rubber suit on, put your goggles on, and let's do this podcast. Okay, I'm Harlan Williams, and this is the Harlan highway
1: ladies and gentlemen i'd like to introduce
0: the harland highway
1: I promise you i will please you all believe me what is he like what's he like anyway oh he's an angel he's an angel straight from her you're gonna need a bigger boat you're
0: listening to harland williams why don't
1: you give me a name and a face And a reason why! Oh, man,
0: what do you expect to get a man? (laughs) It's
1: over, Johnny. It's over! Nothing is over! You just don't turn it off! You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway.
0: Weird. Just plain weird. You know what I mean?
1: I'm still alive. Well, I'll tell you what I won't give you, you muckers! I won't give you the satisfaction of saying that I'm... Welcome to the Harland Highway. Oh, you'll get
0: your money worth it, believe me. Okay, I'm starting the show with a beef. Not, not roast beef, not uh, beef tenderloin, not beef wellington. A beef. You know, we're, we're taught not to be judgmental. We're taught not to cast aspersions on others. But I, I, I can't hold this one back. I got to try and stop this before it gets a foothold because it drives me nuts. I can't stand it, okay? Now, as you know, I live out here in, in California, Hollywood, and as you know, a lot of trends start here, okay? It's one of those cities where, you know, people see stuff in Hollywood, people see stuff in L.A., and they're like, oh, I want to be like that. Oh, my God, I've got to be like that. Oh, my God, so cool. You know, all kinds of trends come out of here, and they not only ripple across the United States, they ripple across the whole world. And here's one that I'm, I'm right at the doorstep with this one. I see it starting, and I, I want to try and stop it. Okay, immediately I want to try and stop it. It is, it is the most annoying, fruitiest. I, I hate this thing, and here's what it is, okay? There's this thing that guys are starting to do, and I'm seeing it a lot at the gym. I go to the gym. I like to work out. I like to play racquetball, and a lot of the dudes, and I'm, quest- I'm putting the word dudes in, in air quotes here because I'm not sure... But the dudes somehow have started this new trend with their hair, and I'm going to call it the slitsy. Okay, I'll tell you why it's called the slitsy in a in a moment. But here's what it is: these guys, these dudes, men with beards, men with muscles, men working out, men that think they look cool, are doing this new thing where they. They pinch their hair on the top of their head, right in the top center. Put your hand, put your finger on the top of your skull, right at the very top, like if a bird was flying over and pooped on the top of your head, that spot right there. They're grabbing whatever hair they can off the top and pinching it and putting a little elastic band around it so it's like they've got a pigtail... Or a little ponytail sticking out of the top of their head. It couldn't look more pretentious. It couldn't look more fruity. It couldn't be more. It couldn't be. I've never seen anything less masculine. It serves no function. It's obviously some kind of cosmetic fashion statement. And it takes ordinary men who might be kind of macho, maybe tough, maybe have tattoos, and it totally turns them into the biggest fruit baskets I've ever seen. And if, if guys out there that are listening are doing this, well, maybe instead of being mad at me, you can thank me because I'm being honest. I'm telling you what a moron you look like. You look like an idiot. And I don't like to judge, but I'm judging. I don't care. The judging gloves are off. This When I see these guys, I want to put their head through the mirror at the gym. It is just the most annoying. And and what's what's funny is it's starting. It's like one or two guys started doing it, and then the other guys are starting to notice it. And through no originality of their own, through no... Fashion or trend setting sense of their own, they're stealing this other person's idea, and going, you know that guy kind of stands out, he looks different. I've never seen that thing before. the slitsy, and I'm going to tell you why it's called the slitsy I've never seen that before, and um, I think I'll do it too. I mean oh my god who who would have thought? a little pigtail on the top of a full-grown man's head. It just, it looks retarded. It looks stupid, and uh, I I hate it because it's there for all the wrong reasons. It's it's like, and what really burns my freeze-dried fudge face (laughs) is that these guys are doing it thinking in their heads that it makes them look cool and tough. And you can just see them wearing that. They're, you can tell they're, they're walking around the gym with this attitude, like, oh, yeah, this is fresh. This is new. This Nobody's doing this. I'm, I'm at the cutting edge of this trend. Oh, yeah, I got a little pixie tail on my head. I'm like half a schoolgirl. I'm half a little schoolgirl. I could put another little pigtail on top of my head and be a full schoolgirl but I'll be half a schoolgirl. And now here's why I'm calling it. I'm naming this thing. You can spread the word. It's called The Slitzy. And you know why it's called The Slitzy? Because there's a movie, a black and white movie, that came out way back when, before it was politically incorrect to have freak shows in circuses, somebody did an old movie called Freaks. And it's a movie full of circus freaks, and one of the freaks, and I, I'm sure somewhere you've seen her. You can look it up on Google. There was a, a a person, not an actress. They, you know, they made all these freaks act. They were real freaks in the movie. And um, one of the people in the movie freaks was this girl that I I have to concede that I'm pretty sure she was mentally challenged. But she looked, she looked more like a man than a woman. She was very awkward looking and had trouble speaking. And they shaved her head, and all they left on the top of her head was one of these little ponytails right on the crown of her head. A little tuft of hair with an elastic in it. And I think there's a cartoon character called Zippy as well. And you couldn't look, you couldn't look more moronic and dopey when you had this stupid little pigtail on your head. Here, here's a little clip of the, from the actual movie. Here's here's uh, Slitzy having a talk. She had like two sisters, and this is a scene from the movie where where one of the circus clowns is kind of uh, flirting with Slitzy and her two sisters who also have the little moronic pigtail on their bald heads. So here's him like flirting with them and then you'll hear Slitzy talking and just the way she talks is probably kind of indicative of the tone of anyone who puts the stupid Slitzy on top of their head. Here she is. And if you're a good
1: girl, when I get the purse, I'm going to buy you a hat with a bigger feather on it. Shall all right. Well, it's I wish you all had time. position. Why,
0: Slitzy, what's the matter? I'll tell you what's the matter. You have a Slitzy on your head. Okay? Did you understand one word that Slitzy said? And God bless her. I mean, this movie was very exploitive. I mean, they took all these mutants... You know, they took midgets and people with no limbs and the bearded woman and giants and slitsies, and they just rolled them all into this one crazy movie. If you've never seen Freaks, you can see clips of it on YouTube. And uh, look up Slitsy. Holy God. This is is who you are. And no offense to Slitsy because she was born that way, okay? Slitsy couldn't... Avoid being who she was, and God bless her. Sweet little Slitzy with her, you know, somebody probably put the Slitzy on top of her head, so she couldn't help it. She is who she is. God bless Slitzy. But you boys out there, you men out there who are turning yourself into Slitzies by putting a Slitzy on your head, this, this is you when I see you in a nutshell. When I, when I see you with this moronic thing on top of your head. This is what I think. So there you go. I'm trying to stop the Slitzy before it happens. I don't know if you've started to see it where you live in other parts of the country, but oh God, I hope this one doesn't take a foothold. It just, it, and it's not just the physical look of it, it's the attitude of the guys who wear it. They think they're so friggin' hot and cool and with it, and, oh, if only they knew what dinkuses they looked like. Oh <laughs> And I just have to get that out. Sorry, guys. Like I said, hopefully I'm doing you a favor, and you listen to this and go, Damn. Man, I put a Slitzy on my head yesterday at the gym. I didn't realize what a dickweed I looked like. Thank you, Mr. Williams. Thank you for alerting me to being a full-blown, dumbass dickweed. It's
1: What? I wish I would have been with this my
0: So there you go. Just say no to the Slitzy. And that's what it's called. If you see someone with that on their head, they're they're, they're wearing a Slitzy. We have to stop it before it starts. Say no to the Slitzy. I rest my case. Why,
1: Slitzy, what's the matter?
0: Hello? Hello? Hey, Arlen. I heard that you finally got your Tesla. A little bit of healthy jealousy here. Maybe I'll get one myself one of these days. But, uh, you know, I always wondered, uh, maybe if you'd ever named your car sounded like this car seems pretty special to you well uh, what what kind of name would you give it i don't want to go for the obvious smart week i don't want the electric at all yeah what would you name it thanks arlen tell me oh god you had to ask me that today of all days you had to ask me what i was naming my new car my new tesla Oh, God. I just got it painted. You know how people paint the names on the back of their boat? I just got my Tesla back from the shop. I got in big black letters painted right across the back bumper the name of my car. Of all the days to ask me, the name of my new car is, oh, God. Slitzy. Oh, God. God. Why does this stuff happen? Slit, okay. Slits, and I actually had them put, it's like a hair plug on my car. I I got the mechanics down at the shop. One One of the mechanics had a ponytail. I gave them 50 bucks. I got them to cut it off, and I got them to install it up on top of the sunroof. God, why did you have to ask me today? Slitzy, and ever since. Do you want to know what it sounds like when I start up my car? Yeah, here I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna record it for you. Here we go. Now that my car's called Slitsy, when I press the ignition button, here's what it sounds, it sounds,
1: sounds like.
0: Great. Talk about. Horrible, horrible timing.
1: Why, Slitsy? What's the matter?
0: But since you asked about Slitzy, about my Tesla, I guess I should give you guys an update. I've had some other calls and letters from people wondering about the Tesla, and uh, I've had it for, I guess, about a month now. And I gotta tell you, I'm loving it. Okay, I just love it. It's it's made driving exciting again. I actually actually find myself looking for excuses to get in my car and drive like it's like well i don't really need to go down to the store and get a bag of chips but sure would be nice to get in that tesla and drive down there and get a bag of chips because it's just it's such a different feel you know what i mean it's like still to this day when you start it you don't know it's even running because it's so silent like i swear to god you you start it and you, you don't know uh, all you can do is put it in gear, and it's like, oh, there, we, there we go. I, I had no idea. Uh, that, uh, that, that, this, that, that the, 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 engine, the motor was running. So it's really fun. I don't know if it's just a new thing, but, uh, but uh, it, it's really fun to drive, and I found I'm, I'm finding out little cool things about it at night. When I pull up to, let's say I'm taking a left-hand turn and it's a tight turn and I come up against a a wall or a a guardrail or there's some kind of obstacle on on my left, it's really cool. a, A light comes on, like up by the headlights, an extra light comes on and shines a beam onto the obstacle that's on my turning side. So let's say there's a retaining wall as I'm taking a left at a stop sign. As I get within about, like, six or five feet of the retaining wall, this extra bonus light comes on and illuminates the object on my left, which is really cool. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, wow. Like, you can really see what's kind of on your side because most of the time, once your headlights pass, pass an object, it goes, it fades into darkness. But, um what's amazing is there's this little bonus light and I went on a little road trip. I did my first road trip where, you know, I had to stop at a super power charging station and, uh, it was, it was cool, man. I just, you know, Tesla has, has a thing on the, uh, Tesla has a, a thing on your, on your navigation that tells you where all the charging stations are. So I I went on a little, road trip just outside of L.A. just to kind of test it and cruise around and get on the highway, and the car did great on the highway, and um, I found the, the supercharging station, and I, I pulled in, and it was easy as pie. It was literally, I pulled in, I got out, I stuck the charging cable into the into the port of my car, and it started charging real fast. So it took about 20, 25 minutes to kind of half fill up my car. So I figure if, if you're on a really long road trip, you'd probably need an hour to charge the whole car. But I was able to do about half the car in about 20, 25 minutes. And it was really cool. You know, it happened fast. I was able to pull over, make a few phone calls, send a few emails, and boom, off I went. Free, free of charge. No credit card, no uh, going up to a gas pump, no pumping, no having to pay for gas. Free. And it was, you know, is you know the, 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 the inconvenience is you have to wait a little bit longer. But in a way, it was kind of cool because you're prepared for it. It's not like when you get in a traffic jam, you think, oh, I'm going to be home in 10 minutes. And then you get stuck in traffic and you're like, oh, man, I'm going to be 20 minutes late. Damn it. It's like you've already factored in the delay to charge your car for free, so you're already in this mindset, well, hey, I'll go get a snack. I'll go get a little drink. I'll get a coffee. I'll get a muffin. I'll send a few emails. It's almost like a little coffee break from driving. And then the upside is you enjoy driving the vehicle so much, you're like, okay, here we go. Off we go. So it was kind of cool. The only, the only thing that I, I didn't really uh, expect, and this caught me off guard a little bit, um, part of my road trip I had to actually climb some elevation. I was on flats, and then I had to go over uh, like a small little mountain range almost. You know, in Los Angeles we've got a lot of like a big hills and little mountain ranges, the Sierra Nevadas. And so for about, uh, I'd say about 15, 20 miles, I had to climb quite a bit. I had to go up pretty high to get over this, this mountain ridge and then come down the other side. And what I didn't realize is the battery used a lot more power climbing the hill. And I, I didn't really factor that in with my trip. And so there was a moment where I got a little bit nervous. I was like, wait a minute, how much is this? Used? So I actually had to slow down a little bit. Because it wasn't something I was prepared for. I just thought the battery, you know, dispensed its energy uh, regardless of the terrain. But when you're climbing a strenuous uh, hill with the car, it, it obviously, and I should have figured this out ahead of time, it obviously used more battery power. But no problem. I made it home okay. I think I still had like 30 miles, 40 miles left on the battery so because it was my first time doing that, there was a little bit of anxiety. But uh, outside of that, it you know, I got it home, plugged it in, and charged it up again. 250 miles, ready to go. So I'm really loving the car. Um, it's really fun. It makes me enjoy, not that I didn't enjoy driving, but it makes me excited to get my vehicle. Like, it makes me excited to... Uh, to rock and roll in my vehicle, and another thing that's really cool about it is, you know, you don't have to think about the key. This is really fun. Um, basically, you your key has sensors in it, so when you get about four feet away from your Tesla, the uh, the sensors read the car, and um, the uh, the door handles are embedded in the panels of the door. So they're flush with the door. There's no protruding door handles. They are flush. And when you get about four feet from your car, the door handles slide out and the, and the side mirrors slide out. And there's lights in the door handle. So at night, the, the door handles are lit up and it's great. So you never have to pull out your key and then as soon as you get in your car your car your tesla reads your cell phone so everything activates your phone your your iTunes your music so immediately without having to do anything your your car connects to your phone so if a phone call comes up it just comes into your car you don't have to do anything and then likewise when you leave the vehicle you never have to take your key out of your pocket you you get out of your car you walk away, and, and you, um, y- your car just locks. Everything shuts down when you're about five, six feet away from your car. The door handles go back in. The, the engine shuts off. The, the lights go off. The music goes off. Everything goes off. So it's really cool. You never have to pull out your key and, f- and fidget with it. You don't have to stick it in a port. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything. Everything unlock locks and unlocks by itself. It was so funny. I stopped at a meter the other day on Sunset uh, Boulevard, and uh, I was walking. Uh, I was walking back to my uh, my Tesla, and uh, I just happened to be checking a text on my cell phone. And as I got close to my Tesla, you know, like I said, the door handles slide out. And there was this dude walking by with his girlfriend and he stopped. I guess he picked it off that it was a test. And he goes, he goes, whoa, dude. I go, yeah. He goes, did you just start your car with your cell phone? And I went, no, no, it just, it opens by itself when you get close. He goes, oh, that's so cool. And then I thought, man, that would be cool if I could start it with my cell phone. And then I went, wait, wait a minute. I can start it with my cell phone. That's another new thing that, that I should tell you about. There's an app. When you get the uh, Tesla, there's an app, especially for Teslas. And so I can start my car wherever I want. I can charge my car from wherever I am. I can turn the air conditioning or the heater on from wherever I am. There's all kinds of functions that the, uh, that the Tesla does um, that you can do r- remotely. Let's see. I'm going to go into it right now. Here, I'm pressing my Tesla app. Let's see what it does. All right, here's the controls. You can lock and unlock your car. You can honk the horn. You can flash the lights. Um, you can, let's see, what else? You can charge. You can set the limit for the charge. So in other words, you can set your car to charge for four miles, or you can set your car to charge for two hundred and fifty miles. Um, what else have I got? I got the uh, climate control. I can I can start the car and set the climate so that when I get into my car on a hot day, it's already cool. Or if it's a if it's a cold day, my car's already hot. Uh, there's a location thing, so. Uh, I'm pressing this, and it's showing my car in my driveway. It's an aerial view, Google Maps, a satellite view, so I can see real real uh, topography here. And also there's a directions thing. I mean, it, it's so cool. So if you're thinking of getting a Tesla, as you mentioned in your phone message, you know, I can't say anything bad about it. I'm, I'm having a blast. So... But you do your own research. You know, go 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 into one of their showrooms, talk to them, um, ask a lot of questions, go for a test drive, and maybe it's the car for you. I don't know, but I'm I'm loving it so far. Um it's it's uh it's it's working out for me. Okay? Slitzy is is doing it for me. Okay, so there's the uh there's the update. There's the Tesla electric car update. What? Everything coming up. Harland, this is an American from Michigan. I want to just tell you that you have a compatriot in Canada that's just as cool
1: as you from Canada. His name is Neil Young, baby. You are my favorite Canadian. Chicken chow mein, baby.
0: Wow. Okay. Thanks, man. Oh, my God. Uh, a, a very complimentary call and borderline serial killer. Harlan is American from Michigan. Wow. You know, I was talking earlier about that movie about freaks. Uh huh. Yeah. Why, let's see
1: what's the matter.
0: Harlan is American from Michigan. Oh, God. I think this guy's been drinking some Schlitzies, and I'm talking about Schlitz beer. I think he's been, I think this guy might have downed about seven cases of sh- Schlitzie. Wow. But I'll tell you, as scared, frightened, and alone as I am listening to that message, the pavement pounder had one thing right. Neil Young, who many of you might not have known as a Canadian... It's just one of these rock icons that uh, is one of these mega talented guys who has been part of the tapestry of music since like the the you know the early '60s, and this guy has had this long career. He's one of these multi leveled talented guys that went from folk music to rockabilly to hard rock to you know, ballads to, I mean, this guy to country, this guy, this guy can do it all. And many of his songs are part of the fabric of, of all of us growing up. We all know Neil Young's songs. We all know who Neil Young is. I mean, the guy's really a, a super talented mega star in the music business. He's, he's got, he's kind of up in that upper echelons of the, uh, you know the boss, Bruce Springsteen and Bono, and he's kind of just one of those guys that that kind of just is up there. He's not maybe as flashy, he's not maybe as out front as some of those, but but I think it, it, within the music industry, it would be hard to find anyone who would dispute the the uh, the talent and the stature and the contributions of of Neil Young. So I thought, I got to agree with the, serial, uh, with, with, the, with the gentleman who called in on the Neil Young thing. Great, great human being, great musician, talented artist. I thought, why not end the show with a beautiful Neil Young song? This is one of his quieter songs. Uh, I find it very sentimental. I find it very soft and slow and sweet. And it's one of those ones that you just kind of close your eyes and let it wash over you. And, you know, it it, it kind of has that ability to make you kind of go back and relive maybe, you know, a romance that you had in your life. It kind of reminds me of, um, remember that movie Back to the Future and there's that scene where... Where Biff, not Biff. Uh, Marty McFly goes back in time to his mother and father's high school dance. I think, I think the dance was called Enchantment Under the Sea or something like that. And that's where Marty McFly got up on stage and played the uh, Johnny B. Good song. and he you know he saw his, his father kiss his mother for the first time and they, they slow danced. And it was like, here was this guy from the future who went back to this innocent, charming, romantic time. And the song I'm about to play you called uh, Harvest Moon by Neil Young is uh, is reminiscent of, of that scene in that movie to me. But not just that scene in the movie, but any any type of old romance, nostalgic romance. Obviously, I don't have the rights or anything to play this song or anything, but it it's... You know it's part of the commentary here and uh, you know, so I thought I'd uh, I'd play it and hopefully if you're a Neil Young fan or you're not a Neil Young fan, uh, maybe this inspires you to go out and listen to more of his music or purchase this song on iTunes. and uh, let's close the show out with a beautiful um, Neil Young song called Harvest Moon." Play it, Slitzy. Well,
1: we can, shall we, shall we? I'm still in love with you I want to see you dance again because I'm still It's getting late 'cause i'm still in love with you i wanna see
0: nostalgic song I don't know if it's your groove but it's one of those ones where I don't know if you listen to my podcast at night when you're falling off to sleep but this would be a perfect song to play over again and just close your eyes and drift away and let the imagery created by the song wash over you maybe takes you back to a soft warm wonderful place to a romance you once had Oh Lordy, Lordy, Lordy! Uh, all right, let's 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 end it there. Let's get to some announcements. Uh, let's uh, just start with the stand-up comedy. Uh, May seventh to the tenth, I will be in Buffalo, New York, at uh, Helium. My first time in this in the uh, city doing stand-up comedy. I'm very excited. Get your tickets online at harlemwilliams.com. Then it's back to the West Coast. Uh, May 21st to the 24th at the American Comedy Co. in San Diego. A fantastic room. I love it down there. Get your tickets. And in June, I'll be at the Ontario Improv in California, June 11th to the 14th. And then at the Houston Improv the following week, June 18th to the 21st. Oh, yes. Good, good times. Okay. Um, so uh we will hopefully see you there. Don't forget, you can write or call me at harlowwilliams.com. There's a contact uh, forum on the webpage. And if you want to call me, 323-739-4330, the number is on the webpage. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel while you're there. Check out the store, shirts, music, DVDs, books, everything. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um... And uh, just have a great time out there. Don't be a uh, a sitzy or a schlitzy or a slitzy or a flitchy or whatever the hell it is. Do not do that. And uh, just concentrate on having a great day. And until next time, chicken chow mein,
1: baby. I wish you were there, but it's the time to stay.